All right. So there's a part of me that is super excited to share this episode with you guys because, um, firstly, it's about a topic that I think many people don't know about or really understand numerology. So I got to understand a little bit more about that. Um, but also because I thought myself and, and Craig, Dr. Craig, as I, as I was referring to him, um, had a really authentic at times, emotional conversation that I just really enjoy having and, and hopefully you guys enjoy hearing. But at the same time, I was actually a little embarrassed to share this episode. Um, might not come as a surprise to those that have listened before, but but I'm somebody who likes to understand things, to, to understand the underlying logic, to, to have kind of clear, tangible, objective understanding of what something is and how it works. And at times, I think I use that as a safety net. I think that if I can clearly understand the logic of something, it brings with it a confidence that allows me to be less worried about what other people think, to be less worried about if other people are judging me for believing in it or considering it. Um, because listen, being open-minded, like truly open-minded is hard for that exact reason. It's so easy for our minds to convince us like, what the hell is wrong with you? What are you even talking about? What are you even thinking about? Um, and the nature of numerology and, and, and Craig's, Dr. Craig's um, value, understanding himself as the living word, that doesn't necessarily jive with, with clear, logical, objective understanding. And that was tough for me to process. And if I put it super bluntly, there were times in this conversation where Dr. Craig was, was kind of giving me my numerology report based on my birth date. And he was saying things to me that, that had an impact that moved me. <laughs> and that like, my thought was like, what are people going to think? A lot of my identity is rooted in questioning and challenging everything. And here I am listening to some stranger in effect, read what sounds in some ways like my horoscope and, and it's impacting me. <laughs> like, obviously, you know, he was just saying nice things and my rational thought process just went out the window and I kind of just went along with it. Right. That must be what happened. And listen, maybe, <laughs> maybe that is what happened. You guys will listen and be your own judge. But what I started to realize in this conversation and in others for that matter is that sometimes the logical explanation and the more abstract meta um, explanation aren't as different as we think, right? I mean, there was a reason we were having this conversation. There was a reason he was saying these words to me and they were having the impact they did. Now, was that reason random? Was it arbitrary? Was it rooted in something superficial but easily explainable? Or was it rooted in the universe in some way deliberately making it happen? I don't know. I honestly can't say. And maybe maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it just matters that it happened and that it had an impact on me. These are the questions I love thinking about and, and, and talking about, which is why I enjoy doing this show and I enjoyed this episode so much. Um, so just ways, a very brief background. Uh, Dr. Craig is someone who discovered numerology almost 50 years ago now and has spent much of his life in a similar journey to me, you know, coming from a place rooted in math and very objectively trying to understand the world um, to then have a tragic event lead him to numerology and kind of the process that um, and making it such a big part of his life. So a big thanks to him for, for being on the show, um, for sharing his experiences and his message and, and letting us learn a little bit more about it. And for those that are interested, right around the hour mark when I kind of wrapped the show, um, we went on and he did a, a reading of my name as well. So we did another numerology reading. So if you're interested in it, if you enjoyed the main part of the episode, stick around for that bonus section. But with that, let's get into it. 
All right, Dr. Craig, thank you for being on the show. I very, very much appreciate it and excited to talk to you. Uh, I'd like to get right into it. So I will ask, what's the value that is most important to you? Well, the value that's most important to me is understanding myself as the living word. Hmm. And what does that, explain that for people, what you mean by that? Well, I guess I have to go back a little bit. Um, there was a time in my life where I was a, a non-believer. Mm. I thought God was a figment of people's imagination and a crutch for the weak. Mm. But through my life experiences, um, I discovered um, that there is an underlying intelligence to the universe, whether you call it God, mm. Yahweh, Buddha, Muhammad. I don't, man has so many different um, cultures and names for, for this force. Um, I just used the word God. I, mm. I discovered there was an underlying force and that it was very much affecting my life. And this put a whole new value in my life. It gave it more purpose and meaning. And um, mm. that's, that's what's of value. value. Yeah. <laughs> so let me, let me ask a few questions about that. So I, I like your explanation because I was going to ask you, you know, I've, I've learned enough through the conversations I've been having to ask this question of how do you define God? Because I think historically, and a lot of people, this is probably true, when they hear God, there's a very uh, concrete, especially in the Western world, uh, definitive view of what that is. It's, it's a person in the sky who kind of controls <laughs> things and sends things down. And maybe there is, right? Maybe, maybe, right? We don't know. But I like the way you explain it, that it's, it's an underlying force that kind of drives the world we live in and the, the universe, because I think it's hard to dispute that in some ways. Uh, not that not that I am interested in disputing it, but I think it's hard to dispute that. So I, I think that makes sense. Um, let me ask about that just for a second so we can kind of lay the groundwork for it. What, what to the best of your knowledge, what, why do you think, well, I guess two questions, where did that force come from and, and why do you think it's here? Does, does it have a purpose? Is it something we can ever understand? Is there a place or time we can get to where we can have a clear vision of what God is? Or is that not the nature of it from, from how you see it? Awesome questions. Awesome questions. The way I see it is in our present state, physical, in this physical state, mm. we can't comprehend God. <laughs> it's, mm. it's like they have something called dog whistles. Mm. I've never seen one. I just heard people talk about it and they say you can blow it and, and you can't hear a thing, but every dog in the neighborhood will start barking. Yeah. <laughs> so that lets me know that as humans, as gifted as we are, mm. there's limits. You know, I think there's only certain sounds we can hear mm. and then there's certain um, frequencies and vibrations of light that we can perceive. Um, but they exist beyond our perception. Mm. So I have discovered there is an underlying intelligence in the universe, in the universe, but there's no way that I can comprehend all of it. All the other, yeah. I get, I get the, I get that. You know that story about what does an elephant look like? And it gets mm. like three blindfolded guys, and one grabs his ears. Well, the elephant is flat, you know, and someone yeah. else grabs a trunk. So it depends on your perception. That's yeah. your definition. Yeah. And I think that's why there's so many religions in the world um, and so many different viewpoints and different names for this. But I just call it an underlying intelligence mm. um, that we can connect with. And what I've discovered um, is that there's a mathematic relationship between this intelligence and ourselves. Mm. That really, that really changed my world. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I want to get into that before we do, just to, just to go back to the Valley for a second. I think you said it in the beginning that uh, it was about understanding yourself. Yes. Right? Can you say a little bit more about that, of how the relationship between that intelligent force that's driving things and, and understanding yourself, how, how that value, how you think about that value, what it means for you to understand yourself in that context? Well, again, talking about it, words are kind of limited, but mm. if, if we call this intelligence the flame, the big flame, each of us is a, is a spark from that flame. And as we become more and more aware of ourselves, we become more aware of this underlying intelligence. Mm. So I believe that knowing ourselves as being part of this, of this underlying intelligence gives us a feeling of unity. Mm. Um, um, once I think we're going to all evolve to that point um, of oneness, of oneness. Um, you know, I'll, I'll hear people think, talking about one love, one love. So there's that concept kind of overrides the world religions and division and my mind is better, mine is best, you know, things that pull us apart. And, and thinking in terms of one love or one universal intelligence sort of brings us together. It's, it's like it gives you a, a feeling of togetherness and unity mm. as opposed to... Um, fear or separation. So to me, that's a value. In my life, that became a value because it gave me purpose, meaning, and direction. And it, it enabled me to be of service to others. Once I started to think of myself in, in that way, for some reason, um, I, my energy changed. <laughs> um, we are energy patterns, atoms, neutrons, protons. We may look like we're solid, but we're not. If you have a large enough magnifying device, you'll see we're actually vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thinking of myself that way just gave me um, a better understanding of who I was and it put into form why I was here, what I was supposed to do and the meaning of my life. It was mm. spelled out to me as it, as it is for everyone. And I was shocked. I, I, I've been doing this over since what, 1972, almost 50 years now in wow. August. <laughs> and I still know people think I'm crazy when I say this, but we are literally the living word, words are vibrations, okay? That we use letters and numbers as symbols for. Ah, uh, that's the A sound, but, but that's the B sound. So since we are taught we were created by the word and words are symbolized with letters and numbers, the letters in our name and the numbers in our birthday are symbols for the word that created us. I like that. I like that answer, Dr. Craig, because I, I, I agree with that. I, I think the way you said it at one point was that, you know, the, the hope is and the belief is that everyone will eventually get there. It's almost an evolution in, in how humans think and how we function. And I've often thought of it that way, too, because, as you said, th there's a lot of things that drive us. Many of us today fear um, greed, I guess, is a form of fear, really, at the end of the day. There's lots of things we're seeking. And a lot of people would say that's human nature, right? You look at the animal kingdom. That's how animals are designed, right? We have to look out for ourselves. We have to protect ourselves. We have to take more food, make sure we have enough, kind of more of a zero-sum game, survival of the fittest. And there's a part of me that feels like 
that's true. We are animals and that's the way we were designed maybe or, or how we were. But I do agree that it seems like there is room for an evolution of that, as you're saying, for us to get to a place of saying, no, 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 it's not about that anymore. That's how we've been wired for thousands of years, but we've evolved and matured or whatever it might be. Maybe it's this intelligent force has kind of pushed us along towards it to where we can now rise above that. And we can view the world, as you said, as that kind of one love mindset, which you're right. A lot of people hear that and they say, oh, you know, a couple hippies or, or a couple idealists thinking of things. But I think there's a lot of logic to it. I think it makes a lot of sense. So I appreciate the way you explained that. And, and, and you started to touch on it. So let's get into it. So numerology, you found uh, to be maybe maybe the most useful tool for you to make sense of all this and to understand this. Can, can you talk a little bit? You started to, but can you talk a little bit about that and, and why you're so drawn to it? Uh, certainly. Um... I'm drawn to it because early in, like in the seventh grade, I got really good grades in math and science. Mm. And my parents decided they were going to have an engineer in the family. Mm. <laughs> so every math class, every science class they could find, they made sure I was there in the classroom, sitting there preparing for it. So in my mind, I, I, I didn't believe in this entity, this intelligence, this God force. I just believe in numbers, science, if you couldn't add it, subtract it, quantify it, it didn't have any meaning to me. Hmm. But at 21 years old, my best friend died from a drug overdose, hmm. and I didn't even know he was using. Hmm. And that taught me something about myself. I was totally self-absorbed, wasn't paying attention to what was going on around me. And um, my belief system was not strong enough to withstand that. So for the first time in my life, I began to pray. I didn't know who I was praying to. I didn't know who I was talking to, but I was asking the word, why? Mm. In my mind, why? Why am I here? What is the purpose of life? And while I was in this state, I heard a song. The song was, was by a gentleman by the name of Roy Ayers, and he was singing about secrets of wisdom, secrets of sound. Secrets can be found. And, and I listened to the song, and it was very soothing because I wanted to know why. I wanted to know why this guy was singing about unsolving mysteries. So long story short, I bought the album, read the cover, and the guy who wrote the song had read a book called In Search of the Third Eye by Vera Stanley Alder. So I got the book. You know, it took me a while. There was no Amazon or Google during <laughs> those days. I got the book. I read the book. And it started to talk about the difference between numbers and figures. Well, as a, as a mathematician, I knew all about numbers. I knew all about Pythagoras' theorem, but then I discovered Pythagoras had another theorem of spirituality, mm. where numbers were different from figures. For example, if I hold up a pen and I say I have one pen, that's a quantity. That's a figure. No big deal. But if I say big pens are number one, I'm no longer referring to a quantity, but a quality of being the best. And that's the major shift in my consciousness when I realized numbers reveal qualities, not just the number one, which is leadership, everybody knows that one, but the number two is patience, cooperation. You know, think in terms of working with another. You need cooperation, tact, diplomacy. That's the number two. Mm. Nice it's question, kind of Dr. Craig, just on the on the story piece of it, just to kind of get the context of it. So to, to sum it up, maybe, and, and, and you'll correct me. So, so you grew up thinking more maybe in that quantity form of numbers, right? The figures form. Numbers are, yeah. they're functional. That, that's how the world works. That was kind of your view of the world. 
when your friend died, as you said, it, it, it challenged that. And, and in some ways, numbers couldn't make sense of what happened to your friend. Numbers couldn't make sense <laughs> of what you were feeling when that happened. And exactly. that ultimately led you to say, there's got to be something more. I, I need to figure out what more is here. And, and in almost in a beautiful symmetry, you found a path to that through numbers, through the, what you understood to say, ah, this is the gateway in to actually see there's, there's more to this. It's still driven through numbers, but there's more to it. Is that, is that exactly. fair? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Ironically or surprisingly enough, um, the universe started to respond to me in a way I would understand. Mm. The way I'd been prepared, you know, people had talked to me about religion and God before. I was like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> you know, you know, what's interesting too, Dr. Craig is, so I, I've, I tend to be skeptical by nature. And, and that's something that I'm trying to kind of work on to balance out more. But one of my normal reactions to what you're saying would be to flip that and look at it the other way and say, well, it's not that the universe gave you the way to find it. It's that you knew numbers. So of course, you, 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 that's where you ended up. You ended up finding numbers as the answer because you already, that's what you were. That's how you understood it. But as I've grown and tried to understand different perspectives, I think what you're saying is still true. It may be true, but but there's a reason why you got into numbers to begin with. And you found the that very beginning. There. Exactly. And this intelligent force that we're talking about, it's it could still be behind that, right? It could still be behind exactly. that at the end of the day. So that skeptical view, although I get it, and for those listening who might have it, um, but we don't know. It's possible that intelligent force was thinking that all along. Like, well, I'm going to get Dr. Craig into math at seven, eight years old, right? Whatever it was and then drove you to that. So I think that's interesting. <laughs> As I began to seek and, and investigate this whole new spiritual thing um, beyond the physical, um, there was a gentleman by the name of Jeremiah and his account, his um, interaction with the creator was before we are formed in the womb, we have a contract with God. Mm. So, so in terms of you, that would be that contract of math numbers before you were even in the womb. That was exactly mm -hmm. before I even knew what numerology was, I was being prepared to become a numerologist so I could share information with people who God was going to send to me or who I would come into contact with. <laughs> and again, for the people listening that would say, what does that really mean? You could make that real and say, I'm making it up, but, but perhaps your parents had an influence in their life of somebody who was an engineer or a mathematician. And they said, hey, this, this feels right. It feels like there's something special in that. And maybe it's too late for me to get into it. So that idea of it being predetermined even before you were in the womb, that can be in real terms where that happened for a reason. And if you trace that back to, you know, how did they get in contact with that engineer, or that mathematician? So again, for people that are a little skeptical, I've found that there, there are, both things could be true. There could be logical explanations for it, but the underlying source of that logical explanation could still be this intelligent creator as you're explaining it. So sorry to cut you off, but I just think that's important. Oh, not a problem. You know? Not a problem. Yeah. Um, so what was, I, I it, what was it about when, when you started learning about numerology, you mentioned Pythagorean, was it an instant switch that clicked for you? Did it take some time for you to prove it out and understand it fully? What, what was that experience like? Well... When I, when I got my hands on, on my first numerology book, you know, nobody came to me and told me about it. I was, like I said, I was in this state of mind of wanting to learn and know, and I heard this song, so I started pursuing it and researching it and analyzing it. It took me about three years to finally get that book. Um, but when I finally did, I started reading everything I could. Um, 
I had to go to the Library of Congress to find books on numerology. I started with Pythagoras, started studying him. He was a father of mathematics, but there came a point where he went to Egypt. Um, most of the Western world credit the Greeks with philosophy, but if you ask the Greeks, they credit the Egyptians because that's where they studied and, and kind of learned their stuff. Um, whereas they used a written tradition and wrote books and Egyptians were oral, didn't write anything down. But anyway, that's another story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I discovered was it worked for me. I started reading it and I discovered I was at number seven and number sevens are here to research, study, analyze and discover hidden truth. So it's like, wow, I, mm. this is exactly what I'm doing. Mm. The more I read, the more it reflected my life. Um, there was a time, for example, where I went in junior high school, from the seventh grade, I was at one school, eighth grade at another, and ninth grade, I was at another school. Mm. And that break showed up in the letters in my name. It corresponded exactly with the value of the letters in my name when when an event like that would happen. Mm. So, um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to relate to this unless I'm actually referring to you. So, if you want to share some information with me, yeah, 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 I would, I would love to do that because I think when is uh, I'd love to understand it. Yeah, 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 sure. What's that? What? When is your birth date? Uh, November twenty first, nineteen eighty three. Okay, 11, 21, 1983. You got it. Okay, well, you are a numerology, what we call an old soul. Oh, yeah? <laughs> your day and your year match. If you uh, add up one plus nine plus eight plus three, it adds up to 21. Ah, interesting. And okay. so does your day. So that's can, a can tip. I ask, like, Craig, can I ask questions as we go through this? Is Are there... Are there rules for that where you say when I'm assessing a birthday, here are the three or four steps you follow to determine? Like, is it is it structured in that way or is it more? Yes, there is. OK. Yes, there is. There are there are specific formulas for finding different points of information. OK. Um, the numbers in your birthday reveal spiritual gifts, talent, skills, abilities. Okay. If you add them all up. It will. It's, that's called the birth path number, which is your ultimate gift. So you have two number threes. The 21, two plus one is three. Mm. Okay, And three is a symbol for expression, youth, and abundance. Mm. Singing, painting, dancing, writing, anything artistic, decorative, colorful, and working with children. If Adam was one and Eve was two, one plus two is three. So if you're in a room and children are there, they'll be drawn to you like a magnet. <laughs> Threes are like a pie piper. What what is why why two plus so in the example of the of the structure of it, because I, I think like you, I tend to be very mathematical and logical in my thinking. So I'm gonna ask a bunch of those questions, which might be annoying, but why add the two and the one? Is that just one of the rules to it that you add that? Like why not 21? Does 21 not have meaning in and of itself? Well, the rule is there are only nine numbers. Oh, it's based on just the nine digits. Okay. Okay. Uh, from zero to nine. That's it. Got it. So any two digit number you would add together and that gives you, that's how you get to it. Excellent. That's okay. called reducing in numerology. Okay. You're a, you're a fast study. <laughs> so <laughs> the letter Z would be an eight, 26, two plus six is eight. Two plus six is eight. The letter Z. That comes into play when you're working with 
letters. That's yeah. how you turn letters into numbers. A is one, B is two. And with numerology, the answers are already there. And what about like 48, which would then get you 12? Would you then do- Four plus eight is 12. One plus two is- you Just keep three. reducing it down. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what's the background, Dr. Craig, for those not familiar? Who, who created numerology? Who kind of identified these rules or principles of it? Well, the universe invented numbers. Man just discovered them. That's fair. That's fair. And, yeah, gave, good, good and gave them meaning. Okay? Yeah. Who, who discovered that though and, and identified these connections to it? Do you know? Is it one person or was it over time? Uh, it kind of appeared simultaneously in Africa and China. Hmm. As far back as I can study, um, the earliest written, the earliest writing that has been discovered was on a tortoise shell and there were numbers on it. Hmm. So numbers predated letters. Hmm. Which makes uh, sense if you think about because it. Because numbers are a universal language. The number one is a number one and wherever you go. Yeah. There's a different way of saying it mm. or spelling it, but it has the same, you know, concept. So music, how did they connect like the, so one seems like an obvious one, but the meaning of a three, for example, was that based on observed experience and saying, I've seen this happen over and over. And now I see the connection of the three and their name. Exactly. That's how, okay. Got it. Yeah. Pretty much all of, all of what goes for our wisdom has come through observation. Mm. experimentation and observation mm. you know, that's that's how we learn things and over time people saw that pattern uh, people who, who for example ex who were born on the first they were starting to exhibit aggressive tendencies mm. and they found out that people who were born on the on the third number threes were always happy jovial speaking couldn't mm. stop them from talking mm. uh, <laughs> remain youthful they live longer than anyone else and they recover from illness quicker than anyone else and people just start oh what this 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 guy is a, is a three mm. look at these qualities mm. um then we also find out that three is a very spiritual number very very spiritual because we have um Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, a lot of trinities. Trinity, yeah. A lot of trinities. In fact, the story of the great master, Christ, Jesus, is about the number three. Rose on the third day, right? Well, it starts with three wise men. Three wise men, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three sleeping disciples. Before the rooster could crow, he was denied three times by his main boy, Peter. I don't know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw him before in my life. <laughs> Three times he denied him. And of course, the third day, I left a lot of them out for a time on yeah, the show. Yeah. But um, no, so that tells us about numbers. In fact, a lot of the holy writings reveal qualities about the numbers because numbers existed first. Mm -hmm. Another famous number is the number 40. 40 days and 40 oh, nights. Well, in numerology, zero in the beginning is a symbol for God, and the number four stands for order, mm. we, we, structure, okay? Um, so when you see the number 40, it means God's establishing a new order. Yeah. Every, every time it shows up. So there, because I'm, I'm sure you've run into people, and I would have been one of them at some point, and maybe I am a little bit still at this point, who look for exceptions to that and say, well, look, this person was born on the first and they're not competitive or whatever it is. And I, I would assume that happens from time to time, but maybe not, right? Maybe the- Oh maybe yes, the it does. So how, how do you explain uh, that? Energy is like a straight line. 
It can be overbalanced. Mm. It can be balanced. It can be underbalanced. It's like a seesaw. Mm. So I don't like using good and bad. <laughs> um, because to me, it's all God, it's all good. Yeah. So there are too much of a good thing and not enough of it. I'll put it that way. Okay. Okay. So a balanced number one would be an excellent leader. Lead by example, wouldn't actually do anything that he wouldn't do himself. Mm. An underbalanced number one would be afraid to assert himself due to lack of confidence. Mm. An overbalanced number one would be a type A personality who justified the ends, what is it? The ends justify the means, full speed ahead to hell with everybody. And the idea is that that person always is the same, has the potential to be that balanced leader. Is it is that the benefit of numerology? Is that if you can identify what you're truly meant to be, then you can identify what's blocking you from getting there and has you underbalanced or overbalanced? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Um, in your instance, yeah, the number 21 yeah. is called the number of the cosmic conscious. Okay. And by that I mean I'm referring to um, Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty people pretty familiar with that. Yeah. <laughs> pretty popular. <laughs> that guy could go into prayer and meditation and, and fast and stop people from shooting and killing themselves mm. because he had that connection with, um, um, I think Maslow called it the collective subconscious. Mm. We had that in Psych 101, the collective subconscious, that man has a, a collective subconscious. Well, I call that the universal force, the, mm. the underlying universal force that we all can tap into. Tap into. We're yeah. individual sparks of that one flame. Mm. So um, as a 21, you have that capacity for spiritual intuition and growth. Mm. In fact, the number 11 is called God's antenna. So there will be times you're going to know things before they happen. You have tremendous intuition that comes from the number 11. Mm. If we add it all up, 11 and 42, remember your year was a 21? So I've just added your month and day, mm. your, your day and your year to get 42. If we add that to the number 11, we come up with the number 53. Five plus three is eight. Mm. You with me? I am. And, and I want to ask again, is that a set structure that that's the yes. way you would follow? That's, that's always called, the process. Anybody's, you would take their, add that up, add that to the, to the month. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. That okay. process is called numbering your days. Okay. Uh, it's how you find your ultimate gift from the creator. Okay. It's referred to as the life path number. Some people call it the birth path number. Mm but it's the sum of your month, day, and year of birth. Mm. And that's a formula that all numerologists use to determine the ultimate gift. Or if you want to think of it this way, that's what's inside your toolbox. Is it like your purpose almost? Would it be synonymous? Your purpose that? would be the letters in your name. Ah, uh, okay, okay, all right. That's your, that's your blueprint, that's your purpose. Okay. Your toolbox, those are the tools that you use yes, to reach your purpose or mm. to, to manifest what's on your blueprint. Mm. So in your toolbox is the number eight. You know what the eight means? Mm. It means literally 
as it is above, so it is below. Mm. Two circles, two circles. Zero is a symbol for God. You can draw a zero all day long without lifting your pen. Mm. There's only one other number you can do that with, mm. number eight. You can circle eight all day without lifting your pen. That's mm. fluidness. That's channeling the spirit of God to the earthly plane. Mm. Basically, if you get angry, people will get out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight stands for power, mm. force, authority, strength, mm. dominance. Mm. Eight is the number that's held up to all of us as the carrot to make us keep going, mm. thriving, striving to achieve material success. But it's only for the number eight. That's what the eight is here to do, to establish material success and to be a leader of people mm. using spiritual principles. That's the number eight. So eight deal with the forces of money and power <clears throat> and use them for spiritual purposes. Mm. Okay, yeah. um, That's your gift. Eights are great athletes. Um, Michael Jordan is a 17, born in 17. I was, an, I was an all-county football player in high school, so I'll take that. <laughs> yes, sir. You're, you, the eights gave you the talent to become a professional mm. if you chose to. Mm. Keep in mind, nothing is stronger than our free will. That's what's interesting. That's what I, I didn't think about coming into this conversation is the relationship of what is there, right? What you're saying through numerology, which is which has been set in motion long ago, and it is what you are. But then the role you have to play it, the role free will, and I and is it even maybe more than free will? Is it also it's everybody's free will? It's the collective free will because things you do might impact me and impact my free will. All those things can get in the way of that, maybe. And that's the beauty of numerology, I guess, as you're saying, is it, it it's it's a beauty of math and numbers. I think why you first loved it to begin with because it it brings it back to the core. It brings it back to clarity, to seeing what it actually is at its root level. And once you have that, it gives you a better chance to navigate that world, to use your free will in the way that's maybe most intended to be. Excellent. Mm. That's the number three, expression, mm. communication. Mm. Words are your friends. You have the gift of gap as a number three. Mm. Well, you got it twice because you have two threes. <laughs> well, being able to explain things and the gift of the number three is to show the rest of us what possibilities exist because mm. you're a great communicator. Mm. Okay. And since we were created by the word, the number three is very powerful because it rules words. Mm. <laughs> so you are a per, you are a communicator per excellence. Mm. If we reduce your month, day, and year to single digits, the 11, one plus one is two. And you have two threes, so two, three, three. Mm. That's your month, your day, and year. Easier for people to see the eight in there. Yeah. That's an eight. Yeah. But the 53 means you are a warrior. Mm. <laughs> um, 53s, here's how I explain the 53 to people. Have you heard the saying, if you can't stand the heat, stay out of the kitchen? Yeah. The number 53 will go into the kitchen, turn on all the burners, put the oven on broil high, put on a wool coat and a fur hat and sit in the kitchen and say, boy, it's cool in here. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to fire, 
nobody can take it like the number eight. When everybody else is upset and nervous and running around like chicken little, the sky is falling. Mm. They're going to look to you mm. for guidance during those times because the number eight is cool under pressure. Mm. The eight also enables you to see things the rest of us can't because if you take that eight and turn it on the side, it's the symbol for infinity. Mm. It's the mathematic symbol for infinity. I didn't invent that. I didn't invent numerology. I'm just a student. So I'm sharing with you what I've learned. Yeah. So as an eight, you will have wide angle vision. And that's why the eight rises to the top as supervisor, head of department, because they can see everything and delegate. No, you would be better doing this. It would work quicker if you do this and we can finish under budget. Mm. So that's the gift that you have as a number eight. You're the boss. So do you, have you ever, so I, I hear, I, I like this. I, I appreciate you explaining this because I didn't have a deep understanding of it before. So it's, it's really interesting to hear. And I think the things we're saying in terms of how we're explaining it are really helpful. I'm going to bring it back to the skeptical just for a second, just because I'm curious your take, like, has, is, is there any part of you that's ever questioned because you can't prove like a, a lot of it's subjective. Right. There's a lot of subjective. No, well, subjective is maybe not the right word. Numbers, I know, obviously aren't subjective, but determining if somebody is that right, if they are the explanation that you're giving up, somebody could say that is subjective. There's no, you know, mathematical proof or, or, or physics you could run to actually prove it out. Have you ever has that ever bothered you? Is that something that because that's something in my mind that always comes up to say, how do I prove it? How do I know for absolute sure? How, how do you think about that? Well, I I, I was my first client. I was very skeptical. I'm a non-believer. I didn't believe. I did not believe. So what got you over the hump? Reading, studying, that everything that I read in terms of numerology about myself proved true. Was true. Um, like I said, there's every number has a value. And <laughs> the example that I used before, I keep coming back to it. I, I in the seventh grade, I was in one school, eighth grade another, and that implies one year. I was at one school one year, okay? One year at one school. And that came up in the letter A in my name, C-R-A. So at, at age 13, my name is C-R, is Craig. So C was a three, R was a nine, that was 12. At 13, I spent one year um, at, a, at a place, and then right after that one year, I was into another school and mm. the things that happened to me during that one year, as I look back, as I discovered myself and looked at the letters and numbers and began to analyze and think, remember, I was already a mathematician. So I wasn't taking anything at face value. I analyzed it, studied it, researched it and compared my experience with it. And, uh, and after I had done so, I, it started to answer the question that I had about why I was here, what was the meaning of life, and why my friend left so early. Mm. So it started to answer my questions, and then the hard part came. <laughs> mm. I would be standing in line, and someone would say, happy birthday, and God would say, here's what I was preparing you for. Mm. So I would tell them something about their birthday and run away as fast as I could. Because you were scared of it? Were you scared yes. of the reaction? Or? I didn't want people to think I was crazy. Now I don't mind if people think I'm crazy. Mm. But then I, I didn't want people to think I was crazy. I didn't want to feel weird or strange. 
Um, but then God said, look, I gave you this gift for a reason. You're going to use it or not. Mm. So ultimately it was within, it, it was why I was here. Mm. It was who, who I am. So I began to share with people and people began to get back to me and say, how did you know? You told me this. Well, how did you know? It really happened. How did you know? Um, yes, the check was there. How did you know? Yes, that person, I did get the raise. How did you know? Yes, I did play sports in school. How did you know? Mm. Yes, I'm a communicator. How did you know? Children do like me. So mm. I began to tell people, well, I studied this. I read it. Um, did you hear about Pythagoras in school? Yeah, everybody knows Pythagoras, his theorem, um, the right triangle. So I said, well, that's where I started. I went to the Library of Congress. Couldn't take those books out. So you write down a card, the book you want, and they have runners. They go get the books for you. Mm. And that's the only place I could find information on numerology in 1972, mm. the Library of Congress. Now there's a numerology for dummies. <laughs> have you heard that series? Yeah. There's a numerology for dummies. So it's almost mainstream. Not yeah. quite yet, but it's getting there. Um, what, what's but, cool about that, Dr. Craig, is... Um, I think it ties back to what we said before too, because as you said, as you started using yourself as your first subject and kind of figuring it out and, and, and working through it, again, I'll play the skeptic for a second, but to illustrate the point as to why I think this is interesting, um, somebody could say, well, that's just, you were finding those connections. You were making those connections, you know, maybe in your head or whatever. But back to what we were saying before, that could, how do I want to articulate this? It may be the same thing. Yeah, it's possible you were making those connections, but the reason you were making those connections was because of that intelligent force to get back to it. That's what led you to that and got you to that point and made you start to realize certain things. And at the end of the day, if it gets you to the outcome it's supposed to get you to, which I think is what you're getting at, well, then, then, then that's the job. That's what it was supposed to do. So that it's just, I guess I'm really analyzing myself as I'm talking about this that skepticism that I've had, that feeling of, you know, you have to be able to explain it. It has to be objectively true. Um, I get that there's value in that, but sometimes even the subjective, you have to ask the question, well, why? why, why did you go down that path? Why did you get to that conclusion? And I don't know, right. Maybe there is some intelligent force that's driving that. And these numbers do explain it. So it's just, it's back to that point that both things could be true, right? It's possible that yeah. there was subjectivity in it. There was a little bit of free will, obviously, but at the end of the day, there's a reason why you were reading that book in the Library of Congress. There's a reason why you made that connection back to the school's, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth grade. Um, and it led to some outcome. And there's some reason for that. And, you know, there's got to be there's got to be something to that, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, my ultimate my ultimate discovery when we open up with what has value for me, mm. thinking of myself as a living word. Mm. That's what numerology did. The Bible says we were created by the word of God. The words of vibrations we use letters and numbers as symbols for. That's what numerology is. It tells you the value of those letters and numbers. Mm -hmm. So you look at the letters in your name, the numbers in your birthday. Another universal language is music. Mm -hmm. People dance to Michael Jackson all across the world. Mm -hmm. okay? Couldn't read the words, but they dance to the music. So what am I saying? Musicians do the same thing. They use letters for notes mm. and numbers for timing. Mm. So the letters in our name and numbers in our birthday indicate we are God's song. God used letters and numbers to create us. Mm. We are his music. Mm. Now, as I mentioned before, we have free will. So you can choose not to open your presents at Christmas and let them pass by. Um, I have clients, I'll tell them, look, you're in a money cycle. And they go in the house, get a big bucket, put it on the yard. Well, that's not how you respond. 
a wise man told me once, it's not the gale, but the tilt of the sail. So I could tell you how the winds are blowing, but you have to raise your sail. Mm. Free will. We have to be, we participate. Okay. Something else I discovered. I discovered this was a, this was a vessel. My body is a, well, the, the scripture says the body is a temple for the spirit of God. And we are not our own. Wow. So you mean I'm here? I don't belong to myself and there's a reason that I'm here? Yes, there is. <laughs> Life is a university of the soul. Just as water can be gas, liquid, and ice, we take different forms. Our original form is spirit. We exist as spirit created in the image of God. God doesn't have fingers, um, hair, fingerprints. It's spirit. So we're spirit. But to grow, we have to have an experience in a physical form. This is the testing ground. Okay, um, This is the testing ground. So the spirit enters the flesh, and we have tools, gifts, blueprints. There's a reason why we're here. We're not here by mistake. Mm. Okay? So my ultimate realization was I wasn't a physical being at all. That was a spiritual being having a temporary physical experience. It had to be in some ways, and I get it, right? The way you work through it. But at the same time, coming from where you came from, a point where you weren't, you didn't believe at all. If I can't see it, if I can't count it, it's, it's nonsense. That had to be a pretty, how'd that play out in your mind? Yeah, how'd you, how'd you handle that? <laughs> Did life change instantly? Like was everything- I different? started running up and down the street, screaming, hollering, <laughs> shouting, I've got the answer. Look, everybody, and everybody thought I had lost my mind. How'd because you know you didn't lose your mind? Yeah, yeah. It's not time yet. <laughs> so I reeled it back in, <laughs> took it underground, and I just waited for my clues. The next thing I heard about, this was in 19, around 78, 79, I started hearing about the dawning of the age of Aquarius. What? What's going on? Is that what's happening to me? Am I going to be part of this new awakening, this new understanding of spiritual knowledge? Man, you know, where I came from, you know, guys, <laughs> guys were not doing that. <laughs> they were, you know, most of them were headed to jail <laughs> at that time, you know, um, going to Vietnam, mm. that was happening. Um, that was during the, the lottery time. So I got a high number. So a lot of my friends ended up in Vietnam because their number came up. They got drafted. Back and, to the numbers. Um, it, was, it was some pretty, some pretty crazy times. Um, there were hippies and people were experimenting with different types of mind-expanding mm. things and um, pretty wild times. Mm. Pretty wild times while I was having this discovery. And what I, and what I ultimately realized was... Um, I lived through the assassination of Kennedy and King. Mm. I realized that's all outside stuff. You know, that's, that's politics, that's religion. Um, the, real, the only real changes that are really going on are what's happening inside of people. Mm. Their heart and their mind, once that's changed, there's no going back, you know? Um, you don't have to pressure people or force them or have the right, and it's going on today, the right number of people in the Congress. Can you get this through? Can you pass this? People are realizing that all this log jam and now 
with the uh, pandemic, people are spending more time alone, turning within, getting more in tune with their self, seeking mm. self-empowerment. Mm. I had a minister tell me once, I'm responsible for your soul, Greg. No, you're not. Mm. You're not responsible for what I do. I'm responsible for what I do. Mm. If I put my finger in the fire, I'm going to burn, not you. Mm. So I, I couldn't get with that. That didn't work for me. I went to the seminary. Um, I didn't fit in there. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm not a traditional type um, religious person, but I did discover that there is an underlying intelligence and much of what is written in the scripture is designed to share information with us. And it's been distorted and twisted. Mm. Um, and it's being revealed. The cover is coming off. People are starting to recognize, like, I would, <laughs> the difference between now and when I first started, when I would tell people about numerology, they would run away from me. Mm. Now people are inviting me to their parties. They want to know more. They're inviting me on their podcast. So it was almost like I was being prepared for the day. So I'd be ready. Mm. Um, Do you believe, Dr. Craig, for those, because there's some people that it's, they don't know about numerology or it's just, it doesn't resonate with them for whatever reason. And maybe for them, it's something else, right? It might be a, a formal religion. It might be for some people, a science. It might be a strong, and it's not to say these things are mutually exclusive, but is your belief that it's all directed to, it's all directed towards the same thing, right? Numerology, obviously you believe in it, but if somebody else believes something different and it gets them there, because that's the way they hear it. And they're more, you know, it's, it's the written word that they understand better. It's the stories that they understand better. That's okay. Or is it that numerology? No, no, no. This is actually the thing. Everything else is not, is missing the point. You asked great questions. Oh, great questions. If you want to study the written word, you've got the Bible, the Quran, the Bhagavad Gita, the Circle Seven. And I, I apologize to all the world religions that I may have omitted uh, the Quran, uh, the Torah. Um, <laughs> I you apologize all I didn't those? mention yours, but those are the written word. If you want to study the living word, mm. numerology. Mm. In Psalms 90, verse 12, Moses writes, teach us to number our days so we can apply our hearts to wisdom. Mm. He was a numerologist. Mm. Jesus practiced name changing. Many of his disciples, he changed their names after studying in Egypt with the great masters there. He was a numerologist. Mm. Um, stories of people in the Bible are about numbers. You know what your story, you know who, who represents your story? The mm. number eight? Mm. Moses. Mm. Why do I say that? Mm. The letter M is the 13th letter of the alphabet. One plus three is four. O is the 15th, M-O, right? The 15th letter. One plus five is six. So now we have a four and a six. S is a 19th letter. One plus nine is 10. One plus zero is one. We've got two of those in Moses. So we've got a four, a six, and two ones. Only leaves the fifth letter, E. Already a five, real easy. Mm. If you add four plus six plus five plus one plus one, you'll get 17. And one plus seven is eight. Mm. So the story of Moses tells us about the number eight. 
Asia here to be involved with people in power positions, to be involved in around money and wealth and ostentatiousness, but not to be spoiled by it. You're here to speak truth to power, like Moses did to Pharaoh, to bravely speak truth to power, to people who think they're in control, and to remind them that they're not. That's what the number eight does. And this power and this strength and this will manifest itself in athletics and finances mm. and leadership. Mm. That's, that's, that's the number eight. And the birthday reveals your gift. You have the gift to lead and to speak truth to power and to make people who are caught up in materialism be more considerate about other people. Mm. Give them a fair deal. Mm. That's why you're, that's your gift. Mm. Yeah, only you, only you know in your heart, mind, and soul, if what I just said relates to you, and if you've had opportunities to do that, because with the number three, which is expression, and the eight, which is power, oh yes, you came here to speak truth to power unafraid mm. <laughs> now also what comes along with that is being independent financially so people can't do anything to you mm. so eight stands for money power authority so when you're speaking truth to power and they say oh yeah well i'm gonna i'm wow there's, there's nothing i can do to this guy mm. <laughs> it's it's funny because it resonates. It resonates. And, I can and, tell your complexion is just flush right now. Yeah, well, it resonates. And there's a part of me, as, as I've been saying throughout the show, that's saying, hey, stay practical, stay logical. Yes, you know what? Apes don't believe in this stuff. Yes. don't believe in this stuff. Right? It's, it's, it's saying that. It's saying it's, he, he could be saying anything right now, and it, it would resonate. And, and, and again, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but you're saying what you're saying, and it's resonating. So I can't, you know what I mean? Like, there's truth to it. So I understand the skepticism. I understand the way people might think, but at the same time, we're having this conversation right now. We didn't know each other before this. There was a, there was so many scenarios in how this universe played out where you and I never interact ever, but here we are. And you're telling me about my numbers and, and all this. It's hard to argue that, that there's some reason for something made that happen again, who knows what that is, but something made that happen. So yeah, that's, that's the look you're seeing on my face. That's what's going through my head as I'm, as I'm thinking about it. What I see is you standing before the power, knowing the truth, and wondering, is it safe to speak? Mm. 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 Because of this, because of that, I had this responsibility, this responsibility. So, I'm here to tell you, it's okay to speak. Mm. Nothing, nothing's going to happen to you. Mm. You want to be okay. If you speak to entrepreneurs, they'll tell you the best thing that ever happened to me was I got fired. Mm. You came here to have your own business and to be a leader, to be independent, to stand on your own. I don't know. Like you said, we've never met. As far as I know, you already are. But if you're not, Speak truth to power. You'll be okay. 
as it also the only challenge. I got I got to back up a little bit because the universe is is this. <laughs> Once I turn the dial to the numbers on the dial, the music starts playing and there's so much God wants me to share with you. like for you? Yeah, I mean, it's such a, yeah. No, please keep going. It's, yeah. The only reason you came back, you didn't have to. I'm talking, yes, I'm talking about reincarnation because if we exist as spirit and this is a temporary phase, we go back home after this, okay? So the only reason why you came back and you did not have to was express leadership and to speak truth to power. Everything that I'm sharing with you is why you came back. Mm. That's why it's resonating because the intelligence of the universe is urging me to share this with you, to stand up, meet your challenge, be number one, be the leader, be the boss. This information is coming from the numbers in your birthday. You are single digitally two, three, three. Challenges are found by subtracting. You subtract two from three, you get the number one. Mm. That's it, that's your only challenge, two from three, the number one. Everybody knows what number one means. So you're gonna have instances where you're there, you know, you'll climb the high dive, you'll walk out, you'll take a couple bounces on the board, but you may decide not today. Mm. And God wants you to jump. Mm. I'm sorry, the intelligence of the universe mm. wants you to jump because I've, I'm, I'm realizing when I use the word God, I'm eliminating a lot of people. And that's selfish. That's 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 not what that's, how you that's not what I'm exactly. about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what, I'm what just using like it because right it's now, a term. What, what does it feel like right now, Doctor Craig? When when you're going through this, when you when you when you're feeling this, when you're hearing this, when you're connecting with someone, what is it? What do you feel? I see it. I can see it. Not everybody can. I feel like a channel. I feel like. The energy is flowing through me because I've availed myself and asked to be a part of the plan. Mm. I feel like an energy is flowing through me to you to help you realize your gift. Mm. Because ultimately, like Moses, you're here to rule a nation. The number 32 is the rule of all nations and people. So you're going to have a global impact. If I looked at your name, I find either letter V's or, or the number 22 somewhere. I'm, I'm sure of it. Because your, your, your chart shows you're a world leader. Like, like you said, we don't know each other. This is our first meeting, our only interaction. But I'm looking at the numbers in your birthday and the early opportunities you had in youth where you turned around and walked down that ladder are coming back. It's coming back because you have two 21s. The first 21, 11 plus 21 was your youth. The next 11 plus 21 is gonna be your year. It's coming back. The opportunity is coming back and God wants you to speak truth to power and jump off that board because I don't know what it is, but you're going to impact the planet, the globe. There, I said it, okay? <laughs>
There was a time I would have been too afraid to say that. There was a I time said, I would have. This guy's going to think I'm crazy. I don't know him. He doesn't know me. There's people watching and listening. What are you doing? There's a That's time I would have been afraid. Truth. There's a time I would have been afraid to hear it, and maybe even more so to admit exactly what I'm admitting. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know the truth to it. I don't know how it all works. But what you're saying, I hear it. <laughs> I hear it, and it's exactly what you're saying. There's a time in which I would have said, "What if people hear that I'm saying that?" And 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 I don't know this guy, and he's talking about numbers, and but I hear you. I hear you. Sorry. No. You have a gift. You have a special gift. And just to broaden this conversation, all the other listeners, if you're January the 1st or February the 2nd if, or, or March the 3rd or March the 12th, if you've got two of the same numbers showing up, you all have the same gift. You are old souls here to change the planet. And the gift is creative visualization. And you have it. You never have to worry about how things are. You just have to get away by yourself and visualize what you want to be. And you can manifest reality with your mind. Mm. Mm. You have that gift. Mm. You have that power. As it is above, so it is below, to manifest the will of God to the earthly plane. <clears throat> Would you care to share your name? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I feel like I have to. I feel like I have to. Okay, again, big thanks to Dr. Craig for, for, for being on the show. And um, that's kind of the end to the to the main portion of the episode. Uh, as I mentioned in the intro, we, we kind of transition here to where Dr. Craig does a does a numerology reading of my name as well. So it goes on for, for a bit longer. Um, if you're interested in it, definitely stick around and, and listen to that. Uh, but if not, again, big thanks to Dr. Craig for being on. If you're interested, definitely check out his work. Um, his Instagram account, which he has, which gets into more details of the numerology services. Uh, but with that, if you're interested, let's get into the bonus portion. Yeah, so this so, is your part of the contract. <laughs> but I just shared with you that's God part of the contract. Okay. It's rock solid. Okay. Nothing can change that. The name that's our part of the contract, we're a little shaky. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, okay, for, for I'm me. a number 11. I'm here to share, but I get afraid sometimes. Mm. I don't want to tell people stuff because you might kill the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout history, people like me haven't fared too yeah. well. Okay, so that's true. That's true. It's, it's tough when all of your heroes either end up being assassinated. <laughs> or crucified yeah. whoa what's what am i headed to okay mm. <laughs> sorry about that no what's... no so the name you want the, the full name okay is that you tell me is that is the, so yes. i go by your first name is your main contract okay. your middle name if you have one yeah. that's the that's the promise you made you're hesitant to keep mm. or you don't like mm. I have a lot of my clients say, do I have to tell you my middle name? I can't stand it. That's a promise they don't want to keep. The last name is the promise the whole family made. Yeah. So it's my name's so it's Terrence. I'll put it in the chat too, just so you can see it if that's easier. But it's T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E. -E -E -E. Okay, let's start there. 
I'm going to start with your vowel total. Okay. Because they're all E's. Yeah. Real easy. For everybody. Mm. <laughs> e is a fifth letter. Three fives are 15. One plus five is six. Mm. Famous number 15, Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. You're a 15. You're, the, the, the vowel total reveals the heart's desire. Okay, it's hidden. Vowels are usually inside the words. Some mm. people with their heart to sleep, Eric, Aaron, you know, vowels leading, but most of us is, is inside. Mm. All right, heart's desire. Your heart's desire is a number six. You want to rescue people. Mm. That's the six. Why is he saying that? Because remember, numbers came before words. So in the scripture, information about the number six, every time you see the six, it's a great story being told, but it's a clue. It's telling you about that number. Whenever a number shows up, okay? Mm. Six vats of water turned into one. Mm. That was a rescue mission. Things were going downhill for that guy. <laughs> Whoever gave that party was in big trouble. <laughs> Until the rescue. Until the rescue. The second wine was sweeter than the first. It was a habit back in those days. If you gave a party, got people drunk. I mean, it's probably still going on today. Yeah. Once people got drunk, you got rid of the vinegar. Get the old stuff out. They can't tell. Mm. <laughs> but this wine was sweeter than the first. So the guy went from being a zero, no pun intended, yeah. numerologist out there, from a zero to a hero, okay? Because the great master stepped in and rescued the party. So that's the clue about number sixes. Mm. Martin Luther King Jr. was a martyr. Jesus was a martyr. You have to be careful, Terrence. Mm. Your love and concern for others, you put them ahead of yourself. Mm. There's already been enough martyrs. <laughs> okay. I'm guilty of the same thing. My first and last name make me a six. Okay. Mm. We read about who was that guy? Walter, the guy put his down on a puddle so some lady could walk over it, you know. <laughs> six. Walter was a six. E is a five. A is a one. That's six. Service, teaching, counseling, nurturing, giving advice, sacrificing self, putting others ahead of the self. That's the number six. Okay, so you have to be careful with that. But basically, you are a teacher, a nurturer, and everybody's big brother. <laughs> a parent that's six energy is parent mm. now you're also a rescuer okay and a healer so that's the vowel total we have a six let's look at the consonants in tarrant shall yeah. we yeah t is a two it's the 20th letter the two r's are nine the 18th letter okay so we got nine and nine is 18 plus two that's 20 25 for the n mm. the 14th and the three is 28. Two plus eight is one all day long. Mm. The consonants reveal how people see you. It's called the personality number. How people see you is also what they expect from you. Mm. If you see a guy with a hook and ladder and, and a hose, and your house is on fire, you expect that guy to come put your fire out, okay? 
If you see a guy with a badge and a gun, officer, he just robbed me. You want him to come take care of that. So the way people will see you, they want you to take charge. Mm. They want you to tell them what to do. They want you to be in charge. They want you to be the boss. What do you think, Terrence? Mm. What should we do, Terrence? Especially during times of trouble because of your number eight gift. Mm. Okay, the leader. Moses was a leader. So when God gave you this gift, you said, okay, all right, well, I'm going to be Terrence. I'm going to serve others. Mm. I'm going to be a leader who serves. One plus six is seven, and that's the number of faith, my friend. On the seventh day, God rested. So you're going to need quiet time by your self <laughs> you'll have to explain to everybody oh i'm not being antisocial. i do really love you mm. but as a number seven it's almost mandatory okay if you look at the the letters that are the number seven the g the seventh letter the p and the y mm. all of those letters go beneath the surface mm. Remember that three-line paper they gave us to write yeah. on an elementary yeah. school? My son uses it now still, yeah. The G, the Y, and the P, they don't rest on the line like the rest of the letters. They dig deep. Mm. They go under the line. So sevens are researchers, analysts, thinkers, perfectionists, skeptics. Mm. <laughs> you got to <laughs> prove it to the number seven. <laughs> you know what I am? Yeah. My vow total is a seven. My birthday, month, day, and year is a seven. Mm. My year, 1951, is a seven. And my whole name, Craig Edward Wright, is a number seven. Mm. Trust me, mm. I studied this, researched it, analyzed any way you could think of before I opened my mouth about it. Mm. Because as a number seven, we do not like to appear foolish. Yeah. Although it's part of our mission. To appear, if you're yeah. a seven, if people don't think you're a little off, you're not on your job. <laughs> you're, not living up, you're not living up to the to the potential. You're not living exactly. up to the potential. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're a thinker, a researcher. Oh, I know all about you because I'm a seven. You're a mm. thinker, a researcher, an analyst, a professionist. You want to find the truth. Mm, yes. And share it with others. Mm. Okay. Not only do they dig down, but they come back up. The only letter that the only other letter that does that is the letter Q. Mm. Has that tail on it, the letter Q? Yeah. You know what letter that is? The 17th. Uh -huh. It's still got the seven in it. <laughs> okay, so we know Terrence is a seven, the thinker, the specialist, the perfectionist. Do you have a middle name? Yeah, Anthony. Oh man, that's also a seven. Come on. <laughs> Come on. A is the first letter. That's a one. N, the 14th letter. That's a five. T, the 20th. That's a two. H, the eighth. O, the 15th. That's a six. N, the 14th. That's a five. And Y is a seven. A N T H O N Y. One, five, two, eight, six. Five seven as up to thirty four all day long. Plus four seven. It's not your first time doing this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got those numbers down. 
Yeah, that, that math background prepared me so I can just look at a name or a birthday and have it right away. It's like mm-hmm. I was being I was being prepared for this all along and didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Two sevens, double everything I just shared with you. Mm-hmm. You kind of like scaring me because you're like a reflection of who I am. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Last name. Last name, McMullen. So M C M U L L E N. M-C-M-U-L-L-E-N. Yep, you got it. Okay. M-C-M, that's four, three, four. U-L-L, all threes. U is the 21st letter. L is the 12th. Three, three, three. Expression, expression, expression. You, you, man. <laughs> man, you probably were talking before you walked. I had to check your <laughs> I bet you were talking. You're like, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> like, the baby's talking. <laughs> Sorry about that. E N N. So this is four, three is eight. You got four threes. That's 12. Um, two M's. Those are four. That's eight and 12 is 20. E N, that's 30. McMullen is a 30. Expressing God. Three is expression, zero is God. You may have preachers in your family. Mm. You may have ministers in your family. The 30, expressing God. Very expressive people, entertainers, singers, um, speakers, teachers, and preachers operate under the number three. Mm. Um, the three stands for abundance. When they mm. ask, Master, why are you here? I'm here to have life and have it abundantly. So the 30 is abundance, and this ties in to why you're here, to speak truth to power so you won't be threatened. God has provided you with opportunities to achieve abundance. So here's really going to freak you out, okay? When you were in heaven, thumbing through the book of lives, seeking your next earthly experience based on your need to learn and grow, and God says, I'm going to give you the gift of the number eight. And you said, you know what, God? I'm going to be exactly what you want me to be. Mm. I'm going to be an eight. Mm. So we're going to add seven for your first name, seven for your middle name, and your last name was a three. As up to 17. Eight. One is seven is eight. I may be the first one to break this to you. You're a minister. Mm. Doesn't matter if you wear a robe, go to seminary, or follow under Reverend Billy Joe Bob for the next five years trying to get your own church, my brother. Mm. You mm. chose to be exactly what God wanted you to be, to reflect those gifts. So you're a leader. You are a Moses. And the freedom now is mental freedom, mental bondage. And that's what you came here to free people from. Dr. Craig, I mean, firstly, I want to thank you because not only just for this conversation, but for what you're doing. I mean, you, you have a gift, obviously. I mean, I know your game is numbers, right? And I say that with love. I know what you love is numbers, but your ability to use words to communicate those numbers and the, and the messages you're picking up and what you're seeing is, is something special. And it's, it's hard for me to um, 
explain that because as you said, and we've been saying through this, I come to things looking for the holes, looking for the questions, the logic. And as you speak to me, it's not that that's not there, the logic, but it's, it's different. It's different. There's not, it's not, it's not on that level of where can I pinpoint out the little holes and the skepticism. It's, it's more of a feeling than it is a thought. If that makes it's sense. It's an energy, a it's vibration. An energy. It's an energy. And, and we are literally the living word. Mm. And the letters in our name and the numbers in our birthday are symbols for that energy, that vibration, that word that brought us here. That's right. And and I'd like to learn more about numerology. So I definitely You're a world beater. Check it out. Yeah. You're a world beater. Well, I just I I don't like I said, I, I don't I don't know numerology as well as you, but I know the things you're saying. I know the energy like we're talking about, and there's something to it. There's something, there's something to it. There's something that's being exchanged here. And I don't know what that is. I don't know why it is, but I feel it. And I appreciate you doing it. I, I really, really do. I You're really very welcome. The energy, the energy wants me to share something else with you. Please. For all things, there is a season. And with numerology, you can tell the season you're in by adding, adding it to the universal year. Universally, it's 2022. Mm -hmm. Two plus zero plus 22 add up to six. I'm sorry, add up to 24. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> well, people can really see that though, because three twos is six. Yeah. Anyway, two plus zero plus 22 add up to 24, and two plus four is six. That's the universal vibration this year. Six mm. healing, nurturing, mm. family. We've got healing going on in our nation across the world right now. We've got basically a huge family quarrel going on in Russia. We've got people there who got cut off from their family and friends when the, when the Soviet Union fell down, nationalism took place, and there's people in that country, they want to be back with Russia. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I agree with what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm just sharing what I see. It's a big family squabble, mm -hmm. okay? The rest of us, God is telling me, I don't... This is where I have conflict because I have my own thoughts about it, but mm. Spirit is telling me we should stay out of it. Mm. It's a family's problem. Stay out of it. Personally, I think we should go in there and straighten things out and give mm. them a piece of blah, blah, you know, but that's mm. ego. That's arrogance and ego mm. and pride. I'm not there yet. Mm. <laughs> but Spirit is telling me it's a family's problem. Stay out of it. Mm. It's going to blow over quick. Don't make mm. this World War Three. okay? Mm. That's the number six. That's the year that we're in, all right? As a, as a what was your month in day again? 1121. That adds up to 32. So we're going to add your month and day to 24. This is how we personalize the year. It's called finding the personal energy, your season. It's another formula. Don't ask me where it came from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it just exists, okay? Somebody probably was one a seven like me and you. <laughs> what happens if I do this? Oh, look at that. <laughs> That's how it came about. But if we add 32 to 24, it adds up to 56. And five plus six is 11. Mm -hmm. So you are in an 11 year. You know what 11 stands for? Mm -hmm. The master teacher, light, illumination. So this is the energy that's flooding your experience right now. What does that mean? It's going to be up to you to, to untie knots, 
rake up log jams and get things moving again this year. Mm. That's going to be your role. <laughs> you have that gift. You're born in the 11th. This is the 11th year for you. So you have that gift. One and one is two. And that's harmony, cooperation, getting people to move along. So you're going to be working with people who can't stand each other, but they all love you. Mm. <laughs> you're the hub. Okay. If I live up to it. Get if things, I live up to it. Time to get things going again. Mm. And it's going to happen if you add three, which is this month, to 56, you get 59. So the changes are occurring now, but the final settlements are going to come next month. Mm. It's a 60. 60 stands for settlements. Win-win situations. So that's what's coming your way. Um, in April, mm. the number 60. So this is a five month. Five is change, freedom and change. So things are changing. Um, the whole year, that's a yearly umbrella, is balance, harmony, cooperation, getting people working together. And if you don't, this, the log jams won't go away. Mm. If you're standing around saying, why doesn't somebody do something? Look in the mirror. You. <laughs> so if you don't exercise this quality of cooperation and harmony, getting people going, it's not going to happen because you're the leader. Um, so that's the year. The month is a three. So that's the five, 59. That's change, freedom, change. So things are stirring up this month. Okay. Things are starting to stir up this month. Next month, the six, that's love, harmony, peace, healing, settlements. That's April. You may even move, to, you may you have a chance to move to another home if you wanted to, and April will be the time to do. Mm. If you're mm. looking for a new home, that's the month of settlements. April. Mm. This is how I help folks. I give them calendars. Mm. But again, free will comes into play. I can say it's me. spring, it's time to plant. Mm. You can plant apples, carrots, onions, whatever. Or you can decide, I don't want a garden this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's up to you. But that's that's the benefit that's of numerology, and, and that's what I did. And since I mentioned that, all of your viewers, if anyone viewing your show wants to get a forecast, a 12-month forecast, go to my website, get a six-month forecast, I'll throw in six months for free. Mm. Well, I'll put it in, I'll put it in the uh, show notes, Dr. Craig, that, that link for sure. And listen, as I said, firstly, I appreciate you doing this. For me, it was a learning opportunity an eye-opening opportunity, something I didn't necessarily expect. Um, and I think in the spirit of everything we're talking about here, numerology, all of it, can we always explain it? No, but we're here and we're having the conversation and, and, and there's something to that. And words, vibrations, however you want to say it, they do have power. They have meaning. As we hear these things, as we communicate these things, as we talk about these things, they have the power to change. And I think that's my big takeaway from this. And uh, Dr. Craig, this was a, this was a special episode. I, I appreciate you being on. I appreciate you going through the, all the whole process, both how you got there, what it means, and then literally going through the exercise. I think it's going to be super helpful and interesting to people. I, I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Terrence, for giving me the opportunity to share. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Dr. Craig. Thank you so much. I'll put the info in the, in the show notes and I hope people come find you for sure. May the energy of the universe bless you abundantly. Mm. Mm. Thank you.